All right, inappropriate Earl in the house. The very special guest today. You know this. Uh, it's kind of an unofficial podcast of roast battle because of my love of the show and my participation in the show for uh, three years from day one. I've been on it, in it, knee deep. And uh, recently we had uh, roast battle season two, which was a great, great return. And today we have the champ. The champ is here, not John Cena, but Frank Castillo in the house. <laughs> what up, man? This is crazy. Uh, I can only imagine. I mean, I've been through it and only got to third place, and it was crazy. I can only imagine. How has your life changed? Uh, it's everything's changed. Um, it's like. I mean, we'll go. I mean, I guess I should just start from the like. I'll start on the road to roast battle show, uh, and then we'll work our way through, and then uh, take it from there. So road to roast, I got picked to do road to roast battle, and that was just a great feeling to do. You know what I mean? Because it was just, it was exciting. I was stoked. I wasn't nervous. I was nervous uh, about. Um, I was just battling Greg because he was in a wheelchair, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder if people are going to say things," you know. Uh, and then once we sat down and talked, he was just like, Hey man, I'll be more offended if you don't write the best jokes that I know you can write. And after he said that to me, I got really comfortable and, uh, but he's good. He's really good too. And it's like, I don't want to just make obvious jokes about him just being in the wheelchair. It's like, I got to attack from different angles and I wanted to be clever. And my mom, big, 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 uh, part of this <laughs> season, but she, uh, she was also just, you know, she didn't want me to do it because she thought I was going to fucking ruin everything, you know, my whole career and stuff. But she was just like, you know, if you do it, you got to be fucking clever and funny. You know, that was the big thing she was drilling so i did it and uh i you know i was it was like do, doing the filming during the filming it was like um I, you know i went up there and i thought i was going to be nervous but it was like hey once i got on stage and saw the cameras and just saw everybody i was just like oh this is this is going to be easy you know i just had fun you know and that was the thing it's like i've been working so hard just to get to this point you know so it was like when i went up there finally and did it it just was i just had fun but after that, I guess uh, this is what I ended up finding out was that I was I was the last person picked, which is fine. I was cool with it, but I was so stoked just to be on it. Like I was totally excited. They called me when I was working at the store uh, answering phones. So it was just awesome. Um, and then I found out I was going to be on it. And uh, dude, ever since then, it's just been 100% different. It's crazy. So I don't think people really realize uh, you've got people in L.A. who do, uh, you know, maybe uh, I mean, Jay Light did four battles in like four weeks and people were freaking out about, wow, that's crazy to do that many. And you're doing four battles in a week, less than a week. I didn't even realize. It. Yeah, it was less than a week. And they're high level battles. Yeah. It's not like you're taking on, you know. I don't know. I don't want to mention names. Sam. James here. I'm trying to uh, become a, a more positive person. That's so funny. But you're taking on four elite, like, you know, look at the four people you beat. It's like, they're all amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jay Light's absolutely insane. Uh, Anna Valenzuela is so competitive and just a great young comic who's so hungry and just writes amazing jokes. Um, and then, you know, fucking Joe Dosh is... The legend. I, I consider a legend and one of the hardest to beat. And uh, Matthew Burchard is just... 
fucking uh, one of the most intelligent, funny writers that I've ever seen do. Like every time I just stand next to him, I'm just like, dude, I, I can, I can't, I like, uh, you're so smart. <laughs> well, he's so tough in roast battle. Cause he doesn't have really any weaknesses. No, he doesn't. That's yeah. the thing. He, you can, you can't, you know, you can't, he's just so ready all the time. You know? well, he's good looking. So you can't really say anything about his looks. He's successful. So you can't really hit his career. He's uh, very smart. Extremely smart. I mean, like really smart, especially for a comic. He's mm -hmm. like next level smart. And so it's a, how do you roast someone who's really got no weaknesses? Yeah. yeah. But and, uh, it was just, you know, I decided to just take each battle, uh, each per, each battle at a time because each battle was a different person. I had to have strategy and stuff. I honestly couldn't have done it without Dan Nolan or Jay uh, or just Pat with just helping me with strategy and just helping me fucking like figure out what to write about, how to do this. You know, just really the strategy was the key, especially near the end, because the first two rounds, you're like, all right, I could do this fucking totally on my own. But once you're in the finals, you're just like, fuck, dude, I got to I got to write for three different people. I have to strategize three different actual ways to beat each person because each person's a whole di different person like i'm not using the same strategy i beat joe that i'm going to use to beat matthew burchard you know what i mean right they're two separate people same thing with todd barry those are three white guys but they're literally the furthest apart from each other yeah and there's were a lot of uh upsets uh I would say, like I thought, uh, Olivia would kill Todd. I thought, I thought, I thought she did. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people. Uh, you know, I saw the battle; it was uh, super, super close. And uh, I mean, really, there was no blowout battles, with the exception of maybe uh, Alex Hooper and Scott Chaplin. Yeah, you know, that was really the only battle where you're like, okay, Alex won that one, uh, and all the battles were super close and. Mm -hmm. You know, it's uh, who knows what they'll do for season three. That's gonna be crazy. <laughs> but it was, uh, dude, it was just, I mean, I can't even, I, it's like, it's still such a blur. Like, I'm just thinking about that whole night. Like, the first night, bless you. The, thanks so much. The first night I won against Jay, I was, I went to the after party and I was just like, I gotta go home. Like, oh, you have to, dude. I just went home. I, I had a beer, and then I went home and wrote. And then um, it was so funny because I left, and I saw some of the other people that were there, and they were still there. And I was like, peace. And it was just like, after I left, it was just everyone was like, oh, this is still a thing. We got to leave. And then people started leaving and stuff. Oh, yeah. You can't be partying, man. Mm -mm. You got to write, dude. You got to get ready. That was the thing. that, Dude, it was such a funny moment because it was like... Uh, the day before the finals, I had to do like, I was, I'm still working at the store now. You know what I mean? So it was like, I had to change the marquee the night before the finals. And like Ross is watching me, all the guys from New York, you know, everyone's watching me just, just fucking scale and just do this marquee. And then they're just like, Oh, there's like, that's so funny. You know what I mean? But Ross said it, he was just like, I was just so calm and ready and just, you know, I wasn't nervous. You know what I mean? I was just prepared. Cause I was like, this is what I have to do. I have to win. Yeah, I mean, because you were against two killers and uh, uh, Joe and Matt. Yeah, but I knew if I beat Joe, I knew that in my heart that I was like, if I can beat Joe, I can beat Matt. I was like, if I can beat Joe, I can beat this. I can take this whole thing because Joe, I think, was the hardest person I had to beat. One on joke writing and two performance. Like I had to outright and outperform Joe, which is why, like. I, 
I had that idea. I was like, if a joke hits super hard, I should just curtsy super slow and stare at him. And I did. And that thing, at, right then when I did that, I think that's when I won the whole crowd over because it was just like, oh, Frank came to play. Like, Frank's here. You know what I mean? And that was the thing. You look at Joe when I do it, and he's just like, oh, he kind of tries to wave it off, but it's just the crowd's just like, whoa. It just, I was just ready, you know? It really is a battle as to who can win the crowd over first it really is it's a lot about com it's not just writing it's confidence it's performing it's stuff like that it's playing to the audience and stuff because it's like you know i every someone was saying those like your delivery and just the inflection you have is just so funny in a weird way like that joke i do about uh joe having um enough room to think about dicks they're just like just your cadence in that is just funny and just the way you say dicks is just you know yeah i mean in uh what I love about this show is anyone can be beaten. Yeah. Anyone can win. I mean, before the Sunday before, yeah, you have to do the battle. I mean, like I thought, uh, when I saw who was in the tournament, like, uh, everyone had a chance to a legit chance to win it except for Todd Barry. Cause I thought, well, he's not going to be, it's just a different skill set, and he was great. Yeah, like, he handled it. Yeah. And like before the tournament, you were ranked what? 31. Yeah. And that's, you know, you won it all. So yeah. Not that it, rankings mean. No, no. But uh, so after Anna and after I beat Joe, which was crazy. Uh, and then just if you look like when I went up against Matt, if you look uh, in during the battle right before right when he flubs, I um, just the look on my face. Like there's a moment where you just see it in my eyes where I'm just like, holy shit, I could do this. Cause I knew it. Cause it'd be, it was like, I was more prepared. I was more prepared to go joke for joke for joke for joke and to see if we go decision. So when he flubbed, I was like, oh fuck, I can get this right now if I do the right things. Cause it's like, he was able to recover. You know, that was the thing is like, he stood like he stumbled and then he should have waited for the laughter and then hit me with the rebuttal. Cause I heard his rebuttal and it was a great rebuttal. His rebuttal was, uh, Frank, I'm disappointed you paint me as a racist. I paid you to paint my fence. It's a great joke. Would have switched the momentum, I think. But because he he got lost in the laughter, he switched it up to a looks like joke. Didn't have a lot of confidence, not confidence behind it, but it just wasn't super strong because it was just he just flubbed. And then I hit him with a stronger looks like joke. Which was what? uh, uh, Matthew McKindagay. And it just crushed. Because it was, you know, a looks like joke versus a looks right. like joke. And it's like, quick, quick. Mine was just stronger, you know? And then I hit him with another joke and it crushed. And then he had to go and do another joke, which hit. His joke hit. The joke he hit me back with was a great joke. But then I switched up my third joke. And um, it was like, Matt's a lot like the food at my work. He's about to get served by a Mexican. Yeah. If I did that joke anywhere else in that tournament, like in our battle with Matt, it wouldn't have worked because it's too cocky and not and just too confident. You know what I mean? But because he flubbed, that was the perfect time to do it because it's like calling the home run I'm about to hit. You know what I mean? Right. Where it was like me just saying, I know I've got this if I don't fuck up, you know, which wasn't an insult or a super hard burn. It was just like a, you know, it was just, just shit talking at that point. And it just, you know, it hit so hard. Now was your toughest battle to prepare for Jay light. Cause you guys are such good friends. Um, a little bit, it was a little bit easier just because the thing about it is like, I've written, done this 20 something times. I still have all of my notes. I still have all of my old jokes that I've written. So it was like when I went into the writing room, um, 
I was like, I'm, I was like, I wrote, I took the best jokes I've ever written and I just put those up and I was like, who do these apply to? How can I rework these? Uh, and then I was like, if I can beat any of these jokes, like, cause these are some of the old jokes that I've written. I was like, if I can rewrite any, if I can write a new joke that beats this, right. I'm going to use it. And I did for a few of them, but some jokes I was just like, these are just too great. And, um, but, uh, Jay light was nice. I wrote like, I think two new jokes for Jay used one old one. And then I think we used a different one or reworked a different one. But I mean, Jay was just so much fun, but also Jay was the first battle that you see me do what Mike Lawrence did, which was like, everyone like it's almost like every it's like it's like when you watch it's like when you watch a boxer do a new jab or a new move everyone learns how to do that like mark lawrence was the guy who kind of coined the thank you blah 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 in the rebuttal right i did this thing where it's like they hit me with a looks like joke in their rebuttal they always wait for the pause you know what i mean that's what jay did that's what mm, that's what uh joe did so i i thought if they hit me with a looks like joke and wait for the pause i could rebuttal real fast with a quick looks like joke that's right. stronger and just take the momentum and it did every time i did it it worked jay was the only one that hit me back with another looks like joke so it literally was like pop 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 and that was just crazy and i knew i could do that with jay because jay was jay you know is as well versed as me oh sure i think if jay was anywhere else we both would have been in the finals i think that round one battle would have been just me and him in the finals yeah i mean the brackets are you know you often think what if this person faced this person mm -hmm. and uh you know i don't know uh why the brackets are chosen how they are but uh it was so crazy it all worked out yeah. man. but i did the same thing with joe joe hit me with a uh looks like joke and i said uh i said thank you jizzy pinkman like real quick and that got such a nice little laugh it stumbled him a little bit and then he you know what i mean and then he had to do an, and then he did his another joke which was great but that was the thing i was just fucking dude i was just so ready and it was like it was just nuts because it was like I didn't think about anything else. Like the second I was on, I was more nervous before coming onto the stage than I was on stage. Like once I was on stage Always. and I saw everybody and just everyone was chanting, I was just like, oh, this is just like the belly room. Did you write for any of the other people? Like, yeah. uh, you know, just little notes on other people you might face. No, I waited. Uh, I waited until the, until the winners were announced. And then I just immediately went to writing after that. Cause I was like, I didn't want to like, ex you know, overextend myself or do a bunch, waste a bunch of energy on people. Right. I was, Cause I think, I really think that the first 10 jokes you write, especially now since I've been doing so much, those first 10 jokes I write are usually the freshest and the most like that's where you work from because everything else i think i think you can overthink roast battle jokes i think you can i think we saw that a little bit with a new york style uh in the beginning you know what i mean because they i mean new york loves mean jokes which is great i think new york has one of the best riding styles i just think la just knows how to perform and play to the crowd and do those short jokes well i think we're more battle tested part yeah. of the pun like in new york they do it every two weeks oh and, uh, yeah like you have 20 battles uh yeah you know i think i have like 13 jay light is who knows how many he has at least 20 yeah i think he's also got 20 you know so I, I think we're just more that pressure too is something totally different man you know especially in the belly room like uh, uh, it's brutal up there 
but it's also like I mean I'm it's like I didn't even realize it but it's like I'm on national I'm on live TV roasting this dude staring across from legends of yeah. comedy that I that I that I watch TV you know what I mean that I look up to and it's fucking Pat Oswalt Jason Sudeikis Jeff Rush Natasha Leggero TJ Miller you know what I mean before that Anthony Jessen like these are all people right. that I watched on Comedy Central growing up you know Doctor Ken Doctor yeah <laughs> Whitney yeah it's just Sarah right. Silverman it's just it was just i don't know man i was just in the zone i was just ready and having my mom there was really really cool because it's like dude she fucking was a single mom grew up in east side san jose fucking worked a bunch of bullshit jobs and went to school my dad same thing you know fucked a bunch of chicks <clears throat> um but uh it was, was he just, a comic no nah, he was <laughs> he's, he's funny as fuck um you met him right I, I think I met your mom. Yeah, and then my dad was the big cholo-looking Mexican guy I brought over once. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. I mean, so for them to see me fucking like make it is just crazy. And that's the thing. Sunday was me making it. I think. Now, how full was your inbox on Monday with battle offers? Oh my god. Um. So Sunday. So I win confetti drops. Um. I didn't realize how big of a deal it was. It was literally like, it was like having the best time at the NFL combine, but for right. comedy, like I didn't realize who was there and all this stuff. People are now telling me who was there and all this stuff. And I was like, oh shit. Like had anyone, and <laughs> thank God Moses did this. Cause I told Moses a long time ago. I was like, don't ever tell me who's here. Right. Yeah. You know, I was like, don't, don't ever tell me who's here. And, um, yeah, thank God he didn't, but it was like, uh, fucking one of the dudes from the last podcast on the left is the podcast me and my, uh, Hannah listened to religiously. He was there and he saw it. So I got to meet him and Hannah freaked out. Mind you, Hannah met John Hamm, Jason Sudeikis, Snoop Dogg. She met all these amazing people who she loves, but she freaked the fuck out meeting uh, fucking Henry from my uh, last podcast <laughs> on the left. Uh, but it was just, you know, man, it was just nuts. Um, my inbox the next day was I had a 200 friend requests. My Instagram jumped a thousand people. Oh, my yeah. Twitter jumped like 300. Um, people, I've got, uh, uh, people like reaching out to me, asking me like my spots increased a hundred percent. You know, what's so funny here. I'll tell you this story. Um, I purposely asked a lot of people at the store for spots to run jokes for roast battle, the finals. I purposely asked, and I knew a lot of them would say no. You know what I mean? I knew a lot of them would say no or whatever. Some of them said yes. Some of them was like, I can't blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, cool. Um, but the second I won. Oh yeah. Spots on Friday. Hey, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to say who, but someone didn't want to let, so I asked someone to let me run roast jokes for the, before the finals. And, um, that would be a Saturday night. So I'm guessing it was Tammy Joe. No, no, no. Hold on. So it was, uh, it was before the finals and they said they were going to put me up. So I get there at 10 to watch the show. It's midnight, uh, maybe like 1145. And he's just like, Hey, I'm going to toss you up after the next few people. I was like, uh, you know what? I got to go. Cause it's like, you know, I'm not going to waste my time. You know, I already know my jokes. So I win the whole thing. Uh, and then VIP bar, guess who's hanging out with me. We walk over to the Mondrian. Guess who's in my group. In all the pictures, oh, I'm the taking. bringer show. No, no, no. I mean, we go to the we go to the back bar. Everyone's chanting my name, taking victory shots. Guess who's right next to me? Who? The guy. 
Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, oh, which, okay. which, which, mind you, I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad at him. Yeah, you yeah. are, dude. Come on. This is a no bullshit podcast. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, just put me up for the five minutes. You know, just three. So that yeah. narrows it down to either uh, John Campanelli or Martin Harris. <laughs> no, Martin loves me. And Campanelli was very, very... Campanelli got back to me and was like, I can't do it. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. I Martin get it. loves everybody. Yeah, he loves me now. But I mean, I get it, man. Dude, Martin's giving me fucking 10-minute spots. I'll take care of Martin. Same thing with Jimmy Shin. They, those guys... That's the thing is like there's certain people at the store who like don't get other people up, but there's certain people who are nice enough to fucking put me up at the end of the at the end of their shows. And it's like, you know what? You do that and you don't have to. And I'll always remember that. I always remember how people treat me. Oh, absolutely. When you're a fucking schlub in the scene, not you, but just anyone. No, that was the thing I was. I mean, I'm just a, I was we just all are schlubs. Yeah, I was just a lowly door guy working in the room asking for three minutes at the end of the show. And they'd be like, all right, go ahead. And now, you know. Jimmy Shin is going to ask me for uh, go do a show and I'll definitely do it. And I'll tell everyone about it because I love Jimmy Shin. Same thing with Martin Harris. I mean, he's, you know, Martin, but he'll give me a spot. Uh, hey, we got the real special champion. Hey, Frankie Castillo. He also works the door. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I'll do any spot, man. It was so funny. The Monday after, um, I went to a melody lounge and, uh, all the guys there were just like, what the, you just won. What are you doing here? And I was like, what am I going to do? Quit the grind that got me to where I am. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't live on roast battle forever, no. like you know, or any credit. No, you know? that's why you always see like people who are on a hit show; they're looking for the next thing. Yeah. Uh, so now, are you going to roast a lot in LA? Uh, yeah, I'm still going to roast a lot. I'm going to hit a lot more mics. Um, that was the other cool thing about winning was like the LA community. I felt like was really, really happy. You know. Well, you're a very well-liked dude, yeah. so... Yeah. Uh, and I love the whole L.A. comedy community, dude. Like, I mean, there's so many mics that I hit that just toss me up that are nice, and it's just... I, I, I mean, dude, you got Melody Lounge, Liquid Zoo, fucking Big Wangs, uh, Boys Club, Meltdown, all these shows, UBG, um, fucking Ashley Johnson show, and, like, Quincy Johnson, and all those guys, you know, the Lexington crew, all those dudes, you know, they, they took care of me, you know, and... Um, that's just awesome. Now, how many battle challenges have you had now? Jay Mandium said... Um, Jay Mandium wants no, no, to no, battle no. you? Jay Mandium said that the next day, people were calling the store saying that they wanted to battle me. Like people associated no, with... No, like regular people. Ah, uh, you know, just or comics. No, you know what I mean. I got some Twitter hate mail. Some dude was like, "That shit was oh, boring. Yeah. I'd fuck you up." And I was just like, "Hey, man, this was your total. This was your opportunity to roast me. Like, you could roast me on Twitter. You could have wrote a joke and then sent it to me. Instead, you just said you could have instead of actually doing. And then he never wrote me back. Oh yeah, <laughs> those people are. You know, I I read Reddit reviews on my battle with Jimmy Carr. I'm like, I'll never read another review again. That's so funny. Eh, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? That's the thing about me is like, I just don't, I don't, I think ever since winning Sunday, it's validated me to myself. Oh yeah. Cause I went and did 10 minutes on Friday. I did three spots, 10 minutes. And you know, my friend was saying, he's like, you're just so much more comfortable. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm trying to get that validation of being funny. It's like, I now believe it and know it. You know what I mean? So I can just really have fun and grow. I have a manager now. I got one on Monday. Oh, from. Yeah. I signed with a Monday. And how did that work? You like, uh, so he calls you Monday? No, like confetti's dropping. I'm shaking hands and uh, I turn around and he's like, Hey, I'm with so-and-so I used to rep so-and-so. I know you're having your moment. Just have fun. Enjoy it. We'll be in touch. And I was like, Oh fuck. That's great. That's amazing. So it's going to end. It was, it's a really good, really good management company. So it was just, it's like a dream come true, man. 
Still working the store though. I work Saturday and be checking IDs. <laughs> you working tonight? Uh, no, I have tonight off. Um, I'm just gonna go hit spots. Wait, what's today? Saturday. Today's Saturday. Yeah, I work tonight. <laughs> I'm off tomorrow though. So, like at the store tonight, what's your gig? Uh, I'm checking IDs. Well, I'm telling them I'm like, you guys are gonna have to start moving me from seating, you know, because it's like, you know. When you work the door at the store, you know, you, sometimes you make tips and that's how you live. You know what I mean? Especially right. when you're door guy. So it's like, I don't need to worry about, I'm not going to be, <laughs> it sounds like a dick. I don't need to worry about money, but it's like, I don't need to worry about trying to pay rent right now. It's like these guys, my friends, my coworkers, you know, these door guys, it's like, they need that shit. You know what I mean? See, that's why you're such a good guy because you know, you're already thinking of your fellow man. Well, yeah. I mean, if you, they, when they had to, when they did my package for the comedy or for the final four, they asked me if I want, they wanted to shoot at my house. And I was like, no, I want to shoot it at the store and I want to invite my coworkers so they can at least be on comedy central for fucking two minutes. And I got five of my friends on comedy central Who? that work. I got just, well, I emailed everybody and I was like, come at 11 AM and only five showed up because it was way too early for everybody yeah, else. That's LA comedy. Yeah, so it was Jessica Wellington. Um, Jay light showed up. Um, Stephen Fury showed up. Schmidt showed up, which was cool. And then Chelsea Skidmore showed up. Of course she showed up. Oh yeah. yeah. Was, was she in a bikini and a thong? <laughs> no, she had, she had great makeup for 1130 in the morning. I was like, oh, of course, but it was great. I love her. You know, well, she's the best. Yeah. But I mean, you know, that's just their opportunity to be on, you know, and that was my moment to give back and I'm going to keep giving back to the place that took care of me, which is the comedy store. Uh, now what's next for your stand up? Like, um, well, I want to do festivals as much as possible. I want to start just doing stand. I mean, in a perfect world, what I plan on doing is I plan on, you know, getting the computer, doing all this shit. Um, uh, I'm going to join a nice gym. Um, Equinox. <laughs> and then, the gym uh, of champions. Yeah. Uh, and then um, I want to do fucking at least three spots a night. It doesn't matter where they are. Four spots if I can. Uh, shows, mics, whatever. If someone's got a backyard they want me to perform in, I'll do it. Uh, and then I want to work on an hour. But, I mean, I'm also going to be auditioning for stuff. I mean, I'd like to be a series regular on a TV show so I can build a fan base, but it's going to be building that hour, trying to get on TV more and, um, just do just taking it easy and just getting funnier. You know what I mean? I worked real hard to get to this point. So it's like, now it's like, I have not the world at my fingertips, but I have opportunities yeah, yeah. now. You know what I mean? And you got to grab them while they're hot. That's what everyone keeps telling me. That's the one thing I liked about this management company. They were like, you know, we can strike while the iron's hot, but we're also very interested in the comic that you're the person you're going to become. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. You guys, well, yeah, I was like, oh, you got, it just felt, you know, really comfortable. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. Now, what are your LA battle plans now? Um, that was the thing is that uh, me and the committee talked and I was just like, I was like, I want to keep battling, but I don't want it to be like, you know, Oh, I beat this fucking dude. And then we were talking about, they're like, yeah, but it doesn't really matter. Cause you know, you're always going to be the champ, right? You know, you'll always be the champ, no matter where you fall in the rankings. Everyone's always going to know that, you know? So it's like, I'm probably going to battle Gene Whitney next, I think. And then Lindsay Jennings wants to battle me. And then a few other people. I mean, that's the thing is like, dude, I think I might just do five joke battles just because I want to keep all my fucking, I just, I, I mean, at this point, it would be irresponsible and stupid to not keep battling. Oh yeah, because it's like I season three is definitely going to happen. I'm there's so many roast things that are probably going to pop up that I could do. So it's like I need to keep all of my tools sharp. 
Oh, absolutely. That's uh, what always makes me uh, in awe of Matt Broussard is he doesn't even battle, really. Yeah. Like, if he battled like you or Jay Light, he'd be like, insane. Oh, my God. He'd be, in, he'd be, uh, he, he probably wouldn't have stumbled. So, uh, you got to always keep battling. And who knows? Maybe season three is an all star season. Yeah, that'd be crazy. You know, uh, Montreal. It's, I mean, it works out where Montreal would be a great place to have an all star yeah. season. Fan favorites. And- you know what's crazy, though? It was nuts. It was like, I just like. It was it's it was from Sunday to today, hundred percent surreal. You know what I mean? It was like I go into me. It's like, it's like I'm just. I had to call my dad, and he was like, "What's up?" And I was like, "I don't know, man. I just need to talk to you for a second. And he was like, "What's wrong?" And I was like, "I'm driving to a manager's meeting through Beverly Hills in my girlfriend's fucking Prius." And he's just like, "That's hilarious." And what's like the first thing that happens in a manager's I meeting? You sit down, they say congratulations, and then the bullshit flies. Usually, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, this was, it was just like, I mean, that was the thing is like, uh, you know, the two places that were hitting me up were very, very nice and very courteous. And I, I, they were so nice and cool, and I dig it. And they were nice guys. They were great. Uh, just the place that I worked that I am going with just had a better, you know, not better sales pitch, but it had just, you know, different personal connections you know what i mean right like do you want to get on say like a late night like a you know conan or that was the thing it was kind of it was like what do you want and i was like oh fuck dude i've never i was like i just wanted to win this thing like i don't even i was like what do i want and then i talked that was the thing is like working at the store as a door guy it's like you have a lot of people that you can just talk to and like mentors in a sense and a lot of especially when those guys see you work in the door you build relationships and they care about you so it was like i got to like get advice and really like take my time and just think about it and stuff. Um, but I've, what I want to do, uh, I've always wanted to do the weekend update on SNL. That's been my biggest dream. Right. Uh, I want to also, uh, act, you know, that's my favorite. I've always wanted to act. Um, I want to have my own sketch show. Um, but I've also wanted to write on a late night TV show, but those are my big goals. But it's also like I'm in a weird position where it's like some people take so long to break through and they have all these up, they have all these tools already at their availability. But it's like me, I'm really good at stand up and being in the moment and writing jokes and roast jokes. So now they have this weird position where they're like, oh, okay, well, we got to get this kid in classes. Like we, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a young guy that's, you know, how old are you? 27. God damn. <laughs> Enjoy it. Yeah. But it's like, dude, I, I will fucking put in all the work that I have to, to become the absolute best I can. Now, when do you, how long do you think you'll work at the store now? Uh, I plan on working phones, just phones for the next few weeks. But it's like, I mean, I almost, I think I have a spot every day next week. I'm going to be doing the laugh factory on Wednesday, uh, hosting for, uh, uh Brian Redman and Joe Rogan. Oh, cool. And then I'm doing, um, a show with Dean Del Rey and then I'm doing Oxnard. Um, then I got a few spots on Friday. Yeah. It's just crazy, man. Well, dude, you're a good dude. <laughs> Thank you. You're the champ. Yeah, man. It's just nuts. And now I heard that rumor that if you, you said that if you won, you were going to, propose oh i mean me and my girlfriend are going to hawaii oh, so there's no proposal but the hawaii trip oh well i mean like i'm not gonna like announce if i'm gonna do it or not but if i am gonna do it it's gonna be when it's just me and her and it's gonna be private you i gotcha I mean? 
So it's, uh, yeah. So, but I mean, we've been talking. It was so funny. It was like, was, she's the best. She is. She is the best. The second I won, I've got, I was just like, oh my God, there's, it's like, there's been a weird correlation of much more sex and my girlfriend got much skinnier since I won. This is crazy. Now, were there any jokes about her in the, uh, in the tournament. No, no jokes about her. Um, Anna had the best, I think some of the best jokes that used her as the vehicle, which was uh, Frank's girlfriend talks to him like a little bitch, which was fucking hilarious to me. And then the other one was, uh, uh, you know, Frank's girlfriend or Frank said he'd marry his girlfriend or propose to his girlfriend if he wins the whole thing. Um, blah, 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 blah. That was a great joke. Right. No, Anna's great. Yeah. And she's, you know, a joke here or there and she, she could have won. Like, really, I thought, it was a very strong field, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of comparisons between season one and two. Yeah. You know, I can't wait for season three. I mean, I hope it's an all-star season. That's going to be crazy. I get my way back into this thing. Oh, you'll do it. Bro. I mean, who knows? Dude? You know, yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it was, it was, um, it was so funny. It's like people like to have like not rumors about me, but like, like to hear like people like say things, you know what I mean? Like someone was like, Oh, I hear you're going to be quit. Like I hear all these, like I hear you're quitting. I was like, what? I'm not going to quit. So like people are like speculating on what I'm going to do and stuff. And it's like, Oh, that's funny. You know, this the buzz. It's just, funny. Oh yeah. Especially at the comedy store, uh, all kinds of uh, shenanigans up there. Yeah. Um, what do you think was the best joke told against you? My best joke told against me um was probably uh i think jay light's joke um i loved when he said uh every full ride is busted up by the border patrol but i mean the best joke for me personally that i'd say is jay light's video game joke because that's a joke that one it's a fucking well-written joke it's super mean and personal to only me but it's one of those jokes that he literally is he's known me so well that he's the only one that could write and get away with a joke like that and what was the joke um uh frank's cousin died of a drug overdose oh frank's cousin was addicted frank's died because frank's cousin died because he was addicted to drugs after that frank became addicted to video games if only he could have gave his cousin one of his extra lives (laughs) it was like an extra live joke so funny it was great did you have a joke uh, that you thought was a home run joke that didn't get the reaction you wanted uh no no um not all my joke. I mean, everything was pretty much calculated to be there for a reason. Like certain jokes I knew wouldn't get super big pops, but that was because I was like, this just needs to break up the monotony. Right. So it makes the other ones. I have to earn the right to be super mean when you're working with the crowd. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, looks like joke, looks like joke, big, funny, written narrative joke you have. And then super mean joke. Cause it's like, cause you can go super mean up front, but it's like you lose the crowd. If you, if you haven't gained them already. Right. Like I thought, uh, Zach Amico against Broussard had like a super, super mean joke that was funny, but I, I don't know if he had the crowd yet. Yeah, that was the thing. He didn't have to do, he did a Robin Williams tag and it was like, ah, you didn't have to do that. You had such a great first setup and punch and got such a big pop. And he's great. He's like the Yo, New York amazing. champ. Uh, and like, you know, it was a great uh, visual uh, <laughs> difference between Zach and Matt. So um, well, dude. I thank you for taking the time out of the schedule. <laughs> I mean, big things are coming. A big check is coming for you. Uh, dude, today I pilled, uh, I got some of my checks today and it was just like, I looked and I had, and I just, 
almost started crying. She was like, what dude, what's, what's wrong with you? I was like, dude, we just paid our bills with roast battle money. You know what I mean? Like we just paid our bills with comedy stuff that I worked hard to fucking do. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy because you forget you get the bonuses for each round. You advance in and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Check here. Check yeah. there. I didn't even, I was just like, they gave me the checks for, they was like, oh no, this is just for being on the show. I was like, yeah. oh, that's crazy. And I was like, then I was like, oh, do I have to do like, I was like, do I have to apply for SAG now? And they're like, no, we, we took care of that. And I was like, oh shit. So you're in SAG now. I'm too. pretty sure, yeah. That's great. That's I mean, fucking insane to me. Because now you can go out on commercials like Bud Light. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, the big, big dollar commercials are all SAGs. So. Yeah, exactly. So it was just, it's interesting. But it's just, um, you know, I'm not going to, this is the things I don't want to do. What? I'm not going to get a big head. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to change the way I treat people. I'm not going to be an asshole. You know what I mean? I'm still going to be fun and polite and nice. I'm still going to like bust my friend's balls and I fully expect my friends to bust my balls, but it's like, I don't want people to think that I'm going to be, you know, any different than I already am. Same work ethic, same grinding, you know, I'm just got to be fucking cool. Yeah. But I, you know, I know you would never be like that. I think there's uh Maybe one person in particular who would have been like that, but <laughs> I won't. Uh, That's so funny. Won't mention any names. But, uh, uh, the craziest thing, though, is like getting recognized. People are recognizing me now. And that's, I, it was un, not unsettling, but it was just like, <clears throat> like me and Jay went to run the jewels. Like it was a concert. I think we went on Wednesday. And, um, we were just sitting there, just watching the concert, and this dude just turns around. And he looks at me, and goes, "Hey, didn't you just win roast battle?" I was like, "Yeah," and he was like, "Hey, man," and then like he points to his friends, like, "Dude, this guy just won roast battle." I was like, "Oh shit!" And we're like, "Hey," so we watch your show and stuff, and he was like, "We saw you beat that kid, Jay Light," and I was like, "Oh yeah, he's right next to you." And the guy was like, "What?" And he's like, "Oh shit!" And then like uh, Jesselnik also was just there because he loves Run the Jewels, and we just ran into him. Right. Um. And um. Great dude. Yeah. Super. One of the coolest dudes I've ever met. Super cool. So funny just i there's i look up to that dude um well but, i like i think people think he's gonna be a dick oh like, no just yeah because of his yeah almost like wrestling character he does but yeah. he's like he can't be any nicer oh he's the nicest oh yeah it's so it's unsettling how nice he is you're like kind of quiet yeah because like, the whole time you're expecting something to come back and you're just like no and but when he does it's so funny but um the kid that was there just his fucking mind was blown because and greg roke was there at the run the jewels concert too so it was literally just like a little roast battle crew hanging out tony hinchcliffe was there rich slayton so we we're just sitting there and uh fucking like this kid just has his mind blown like you know he's just like oh my god he's just shaking everyone's hand and stuff it was just fun then I went to Death Squad last night, and some really nice kid took a picture with me, and they recognized me, and a few other people recognized me. It's um, it's cool. A lot of Mexicans really like me right now. Yeah, do you got a fan base? It feels know. cool. You know, Mexicans are uh, good uh, fans, yeah. loyal. Yeah. You gotta, you know, get them while you can before <laughs> Trump builds the fucking wall. Yeah, man. It just made me proud to think that there's probably some kid in like Eastside San Jose who's like watching Comedy Central and just sees a Mexican break through Trump's wall. And then the next night he's got a fucking mariachi band waving a Mexican flag behind him. And then he wins the whole thing. Yeah. That should be your album cover. Like you breaking through trump's wall with your roast battle trophy that's hilarious you know think about it frank where can people find you online uh frank c comedy on twitter uh frank castillo on instagram um you can look at my squarespace online i'm gonna post dates those are actually starting to come now which is nuts um 
if you want to make fun of me on Twitter and roast me, that's totally fine. Go ahead and do that. Just know that I'm going to uh, roast you back. So, you know, don't get offended. Um, but make them good. You know, make me work for it. Don't say anything about my girlfriend. <laughs> Unless, yeah, yeah. unless it's a vehicle that's and fun. don't make up things yeah, yeah yeah some people make up roast jokes it's a no-no yeah yeah it's got to be based in fact you know what i mean i i agree i very much agree with that some people don't follow that <laughs> the look on your face is so funny right now it's all good um but yeah that's where you can find me all right well guys become a fan of frank's this ain't no fake bullshit nice act he does he's actually been nice from the day i met him to now and he's a lot richer than the day i met him (laughs) hey we can actually go out to dinner now yeah you can pay oh yeah yeah. trust me that first place check it's not exactly 25 grand Uh, hey listen i was expecting i was just excited to get two i was like oh sweet gets a little smaller yeah uh taxes you're lucky you didn't do it in Montreal. I think we got text in Canadian and American. <laughs> so uh, Frank Castillo, Roast Battle Champ. Watch, uh, you can go online, cc.com, and uh, see all of Frank's battles and all the other great battles. It's really an amazing season. And uh, Jeff Ross and Brian Moses uh, deserve all the credit because, uh, you know, Roast Battle's an amazing show, and it's not as easy as it looks. I so love those guys. If you those think you can do it. Uh, thank again and uh, we'll see you uh, inappropriate Earl later